0: You are now listening to the Talk Your Jits Podcast. Welcome back to the Talk Your Jits Podcast. This podcast is, as the name implies, all about jiu-jitsu. I'm your host, Lamar Smith. And today's guest is a second-degree black belt who trains at Carlson Gracie Polk County, located in Lakeland, Florida. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Bunting. How's it going, sir? I'm doing good, man, I'm doing good. Good, fantastic. Well, first and foremost, I would like to thank you for being a guest today. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. Man, not a problem. Uh, Without further ado, um, yeah, if you want to formally introduce yourself, go ahead and uh, let's hear about your jiu-jitsu journey.
1: All right, man. Uh, So like I said, my name's Joe Bunting. Uh, Been doing jiu-jitsu right around 24 years now. Um, I'm a second degree black belt under Hoffa Santos, uh, which is Carlson Gracie Polk County. Uh, we're located in central Florida. Lakeland is where our headquarters is at. Um, yeah, man, I'm also a military man. I've been in the military now for 18 years, uh, getting ready to retire from that. Um, I'm a father, man. I got three kids. <clears throat> my wife trains jujitsu. My kids train jujitsu, man. Uh, nice. Yes, nice. This is the jujitsu household, dude.
0: Same, same here. My wife trains. Uh, my daughter, my oldest daughter, trains, and once my youngest gets old enough, she will, she will start training too. That's awesome, man. It's good.
1: Uh, it's cool, man. You know, you let them, uh, you, you bring them into it. Just, I never really pressured any of my kids. You know, I just let them hang out on the mats or take them to the school, and they just naturally started wanting to do it. So it was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, same here. Like, you know, I would go to training, and my daughter would get upset that I'm leaving the house. So I started taking her with me and then after a while she was asking about training and I'm like, well, once we get a kid's class, you know, it's on. So we got our kids class started earlier this year and she's been hooked ever since.
1: Yeah. Um, the kid's class thing is pretty cool. I, you know, talking a little bit about my journey and stuff like that. I mean, I started roughly around 99. Um, I started actually up in Maryland and, uh, I had a kind of crazy story. I guess I have the story of, uh, I like to call it the poster child story of jujitsu. Everybody talks about it now, but, uh, I got beat up when I was a kid real bad. Right. And, uh, you know, I go to my girlfriend's house for dinner after I got some stitches in my eye and, and I go over and her dad's like, you know, you can't be dating my daughter if you get beat up, you know, the typical story. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, uh, so he goes, Hey man, I'm going to, I want to take you to, uh, you know, learn to fight. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. I don't have no idea what I'm getting into your know, mind. You I might have might've like dabbled in Taekwondo at this point point, some, some time in my life or, you know, some other little martial arts, but I never, at this point, I've never been a martial artist in any, any aspect. And, uh, so I end up in this garage, uh, like I'm sitting in my garage now. So I end up in a garage. It's funny, funny. Um, and, uh, it
0: came full circle.
1: Yeah, it did. hundred percent came full circle. (laughs) Uh, I end up in this garage and, um, you know, I get beat up by this kid, literally this kid. I'm, I'm like 16 years old at the time. This kid's probably like, he's 14, 15 years old. And I mean, he's Probably 50 pounds less than I am. And, I mean, he he just beats me up, man, arm bars me. At the time, I didn't know what he did, but now I know what he did. He arm barred me. Um, you know, and then, um, you know, they were like, oh, this is jiu And I was like, okay, this is this is intriguing. Um, so I kind of I, I get, I guess I got bit by the bug right away, sort of. Um, mm-hmm. Really didn't know what I was getting bit by. Uh, and then, uh, you know, a couple, like a week later, I go to, uh, I go from Maryland to Philadelphia on a, just a day trip and uh we go to another garage and train uh there's a guy up there um it's steve maxwell who now is like he's like a big kettlebell guy he got his black belt under helson well at the time helson gracie was there too i didn't know who helson gracie was just some brazilian mm. guy. and uh mm-hmm. that was that's where it started man and next thing i know i'm learning jujitsu from uh helson and then i'm going back you know i'm, I'm, I'm living in maryland training and now at this point we're into like a, a old abandoned um I believe it was like a processing plant at one time. They just kind of tore it down and then made it a jiu-jitsu place. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he, uh, he he put mats in there. These guys put mats in there. Nobody in this place is bigger, higher than a blue belt at the time. You know, 1999, an American blue belt was basically the equivalent of a black belt. You know, we were watching Gracie tapes. And, you know, I just continued to do what I had to do. And uh, you know, that's what I did for a long time until I joined the military. And once I joined the military, that's when I really got opened up to jiu-jitsu. Mm-hmm. um okay <laughs> yeah so uh i don't know it's kind of that i got that little fairy tale story you know i kind of walked into a garage and then after i got beat up and and found me <laughs> yeah.
0: that's pretty awesome uh did you did you do um did you train in the military as well
1: yeah i have actually i still i still do technically um so i'm a uh, military the mili- military military call is called as a master combatives instructor uh so they're okay. hand-to-hand styles called combatives um and uh i've been through master combatives trainer course uh so that makes me a master instructor i still do uh i instruct um the military police officers i do a lot of hand-to-hand training with those guys uh pretty regularly uh help train some of the fight teams uh, that are spread out throughout the army um you know, i've had my hand in a little bit of uh hand-to-hand with the army now i do have friends who have gotten a lot more into that and then you know i have buddies who have um and they call them, some of these guys, man, are like the godfathers of combatists for the hand-to-hand program for the Army and stuff like that. I never got that, you know, that high of a level with it, but I definitely had my hand in helping train a lot. So.
0: That's pretty dope, man. That's pretty dope. So you being a black belt and um, just, I don't know I never really asked this, uh, asked this question to anybody, but it just made me think about it. Like, when you when you look at, you know, you look at yourself now, um, you know, all the accomplishments and, you know, you get in your black belt, like, like, do you ever have those thoughts of like, what if I never walked into that, uh, you know, took that, you know, took that first lesson in jujitsu?
1: Yeah, man, I, (laughs) I was having this conversation with somebody the other day. Um, you know, yeah, I do, man, because, um, you know, people say like, oh man, jujitsu, man, I love the jujitsu way of life. I, I, I love, uh, you know, I love what jiu Jitsu's done and stuff like that, man. And and at this point, jiu-jitsu is my life. Um, I'm not even a gym owner or anything like that. I just, I train so much and, and so much has come to me from jiu-jitsu. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I look back over the last 20 years of my life, 20 plus year or 20 plus years of my jiu-jitsu life, um, and I don't really know where I'd be because everything I've done up to this point has sprawled from jiu-jitsu in some way. In, in right. some way, shape, or form, or fashion, it has came from jujitsu at the root or everything. So I don't know. It'd be I, I'd be a whole different person.
0: Definitely, definitely. I'd have normal
1: ears. I would have normal ears. I would, that's you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? But I think about that a lot because it's like you know just <clears throat> the direction that our gym is um, taking uh, these like past year and like going forward talking to my instructor and what like you know his plans and it's like I still think about the the first day I walked into this building and I'm like I still remember the first day I walked in as a white belt didn't know nothing you know just you know just uh I don't even know what to call it but yeah getting hooked on it the next thing you know six years later still here getting my butt kicked
1: yeah, as a brown, ego- you know,
0: as a brown belt.
1: There you go change, man. You going to, you know, I think that's what, um, I think that's what jutsu was for me. is like, it's in karate, you have your katas and you got your, you know, you're learning all these things and, and, and I don't know about karate. I can't speak on that much, but, um, you no, know, I feel like that, you know, there's an end at some point, like you've almost learned everything, you know, or, or you're just kind of like fine tuning almost everything you know, in jujitsu, man, even as a black belt, secondary black belt, you know, and I've been all over the world. I mean, the amount of gyms I've trained out is astronomical. I mean, we'll get into that in a little bit, but I, I've trained mm-hmm. in gyms from in Italy and Germany and in Belgium. I've been in Korea. I've been all over the world. And, you know, you never, um, you, you never know. I mean, you never know. I, I Let's take example, man. You learn a triangle, right? I remember day one, I learned a triangle, right? I learned this triangle thing. I know the triangle, man. I have learned a thousand variations of the triangle and it all works. There's nothing same as the other one. It's just, it's a way. It's not the way. It's just a way that works. Mm -hmm. And that's what I like about jiu-jitsu. It's it's ever growing.
0: Definitely. It's definitely. And um, yeah. So from your experience, like how, how crazy has it been seeing like how like jiu-jitsu evolved into what it is now?
1: Oh, it, it's nuts, man. I, I, wow. What, what, a, um, you know, now I can go to a bar and I can be like, yeah, man, I do jujitsu. Right. And everybody's mm-hmm. like, oh man, I know what jujitsu is. You know, blah, blah, blah. I, and Gordon Ryan, you know, everybody, there's somebody out there. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I remember, um, I remember I was like, you know, 19 years old. I'm a single dude. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm dating girls or whatever, man. I'm doing my thing. And I, I, I'd have them over and I'm like, Hey, you want to watch jujitsu? And they're like, man, there's a bunch of men rolling around on a mat. What's that? You know, you have to explain to somebody what you're doing. You're like, oh, you know what the UFC is? Oh, you do UFC? No, I don't do UFC, but there's this thing in UFC that I do, you know, the grappling. <laughs> so, right. But now, now you say, now you say jiu-jitsu, man. You wear a shirt that says jiu-jitsu, man. Even with cauliflower ear, man. I mean, that's like a walking billboard, man. People are like, hey, man, where do you train at? You know? hmm Long, long ago, nobody knew nothing. Oh, what's wrong with your ears, man? You know? Now it's, you know, it's everybody knows jiu-jitsu, man. There's a jiu-jitsu school in every corner, you know? So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And just, you know, I, you know, just growing up, uh, when I, you know, before I even started doing martial arts, jujitsu wasn't a big thing. It was all karate and taekwondo was like what you mainly saw like popping up. But now it's like, like you said, jujitsu is like everywhere, everywhere now steady growing, like, you know, just spreading like wildfire.
1: So it's funny, man. Talk uh talk about evolution of jiu-jitsu, my first jiu-jitsu tournament. It's called the Philadelphia mm. Freedom Tournament. I actually still have the medal up here somewhere. I that bad boy, it's up here. It's my own, I think it's 1999, oh, there it is. Out there. I don't know if you can see this right here. Uh-huh.
0: 1999,
1: man. So I did that thing, in a, it was a church hall on puzzle mats. Right? I, get, I got second place because I side mounted the guy and he had no idea what to do. That was it. Oh, wow. Like, he just quit, he quit. Like, <laughs> That was my first tournament. That's how, that's how crazy it was. I ain't even doing the endo submission. Nothing that I don't even remember how I got. I just know I got the side control. and The guy's like, I don't know what to do. And he quit.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Um, I did the Arnold Classic, or the, well, at the time, it was the Gracie Nationals. It was like one of the third or fourth Gracie Nationals ever. It was in Ohio. Um, they mm-hmm. did it at the Arnold Classic. They put us in the back corner of a Taekwondo, like full contact Taekwondo tournament on puzzle mats. Like to get to the spot, we had to walk down the hallway while all the dudes were getting bronzed up for their muscles, right? So these dudes getting painted in the back hallway. You're walking around in a gi, man. This is like you know 2000. There's no 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 gis. You like you have an atomic gi that's just way too small for you with a belt that hangs all the way to your ankles. And you know <laughs> I'm just a white belt walking down the hallway, and, and I get there, and I mean it's puzzle mats, dude. And you could slam people at the white belt level. Like you could pick people up in the guard and slam them. It was oh. no rules, man, no associations, no rules, like, it was a bunch of dudes in a corner standing around like, who's going to win? <laughs> <laughs> just,
0: just straight Valley Tudo style.
1: Yeah, 100%, I mean, that, and that's what they were saying, like, <laughs> oh, Valley Tuto, and I was like, man, the only thing we didn't, we couldn't slap each other, I mean, outside of that, it was like, game on, you're elbowing in the ribs, it was, it was rough, you know?
0: That's wild, that's wild. So um yeah, I was I was looking at all the the luxurious medals in the back. Um oh, yeah. So do you still do you still compete now or is this just like from your I guess you want to say your journey?
1: No, no. So uh, most of what you see in the back is uh generally from the last year and a half. Um so I uh I do compete. Jeez. I compete regularly. Um I am a um I am just AM I I, I love to compete. Um the reason I love to compete is because, and you can see I'm not, I got a couple gold there. I got a lot of silver. I don't hide anything. I got everything i got there. Right. Some of them things are I showed up. I was the only dude on the couch that showed up. Right. But I got to do absolute. So I had some time there. Right. But, um, mm-hmm. the, I, I love to compete, man. I love to test myself. I love to show people that like, no matter where you're at, you, you can still do this. Um, I'm going, I, I fight pans on Friday, man. I guess finish up my pants camp tonight. Uh, it was my last night pants camp. Uh, you know, big, big turnout. Like twenty people on the mat tonight, just going at it, man. Getting our last little bit in. Um, but what really it is for me, man, is you know, obviously we all want that pans medal. All we all want a world title. Um, but really, what it is for me, man, is to watch other people uh, step out there and try. Right. So there's dudes yeah. in my gym who are just phenomenally good, um, and they're just they just they they don't want to get out there. They're just they ain't they're they get anxious. They're nervous. So I, I hit him. Hey man, come compete with me. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go right there with you, man. Beside you the whole way. And there's four or five people now. You know, I was like, I was a serial competitor at my school, man. I was the one competing, 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 competing. Everybody used me, man. Oh, Joe's out there. Joe's out there. Joe's out there. Now, you know, this year which talk about this year alone. We started in January. I, st- I had a super fight in January. Um, you know, I invited one of my dudes to go. Like, hey man, I got you a spot. He went. The next thing I know, we've had four. I think four or five now super fights. We got five dudes going to Pan Ams. Uh, we got uh, people competing all over IBJJF. We already are already racking up the worlds. Uh, our group at going to worlds, you know. So it's to me, all this behind me is my team. They, it's what they've done for me, um, and then it's all for, to inspire them to move on too, man. Like let them go. I, I want them to, to go out there and step out and get out of their comfort zone. So.
0: Definitely, yeah. We have a um, we have a blue belt at our at our school. Uh, very technical guy, man, very, very smart. Uh, and we like, we like, dude, you should compete. And he's like, you know, super humble, like, no, man, you know, I'm not ready to do that. I'm like, no, bro, I think you should do it. I think I really think you should do it because you know, we're not because we're we're not really a competition school. Um, like, it's not like forced to, uh, you know, compete if you do, you do, you don't, you don't, yeah. me and one of the training partners was talking about competing last year. And I was like, you know what? Sure, I'll do it. You know, what's the worst that can happen, right? And after that, man, I've just been like, all right, I, I can get used to this. I get used to competing. So um did one last year, one earlier this year, and I'll be doing uh, grappling industries in April, April 1st which I didn't realize was like, uh, next week. Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> um, no, man, it gets, it's, it's fun. You know, it, it's, it, and for me, it's like, okay, like, um, I'm doing good. I, I'll be doing good in the school. I'll be hitting moves. I want to hit Like I'm using my techniques. I'm hitting my series. And it's like, okay, am I hitting it? Because I know what these guys are doing. Cause I train with these guys all the time. Right. Yeah. Um, but then I get out there, you know, and it's like, I step out on these mats and I'm like, all right, I'm, like, I'm not. If I win, great. But really, what I want to do is show my jujitsu, man. I want to get out there. I want to hit my jujitsu. You know what? Hey, I so I've lost matches before and been happier than one I won. And everybody's like, what? why are you? i was like, yeah. But did you see that Della X sweep that I hit? That's what I wanted to hit. You know, and it's like it hey, works. Yeah. Um, you know, and then you know, I go back and we try to do it again. And then there's times when I go and I just you know I run, make a run for it, and I hit gold. It's great, you know. I got my wife to compete. That that was the highlight of this year. My wife, mm. I, yeah, super nervous. Same thing. She's like, Yeah, I don't know if I'm ready. I don't I don't I'm not ready for this. I'm not ready for this. I'm like, you're ready, let's do this, right? So I kind of tricked her. I got her to, you know, do her IBJJF registration. And then I went on her app and I signed her up, right? And she was like, I was like, oh, hey, I signed you up for the tournament. She goes, I didn't I, I, well, we gotta pull me out. I'm like, Well, IBJJF don't refund your money. So she's like, Well, I guess I gotta do it now. <laughs> so oh. <laughs> so, yeah, so I get her in right and uh so she goes right no goes it's a crazy story so we go she's ibjjf Tampa this happened last month she goes in there and arm bars the first opponent in, in a minute 30 minute 30 arm bars are from the guard
0: nice there.
1: yes then she uh, goes to the next opponent I mean goes right to the end and ends up losing but I mean what a fight uh makes it to the podium she ends up getting silver medal I mean and she I I didn't care what she got, but to see the how she lit up and to see just how amazing she looked and how amazing she felt about herself. Um, my wife's a type one diabetic, and uh, to tell you anything about it, so sugar, she's sugar issues, like you know, exercising drops mm-hmm. her up, so sugar, you know, and, and she just got her, uh, just she just got diagnosed a couple years ago, and um out of the blue man always 132 pounds like 132 pounds diet type one diabetic not even in her family so you're talking about a surprise man what a surprise to us right wow yeah and i mean she's in the middle of training jiu-jitsu at the time so it just it really put a stump uh, like just put a a big stop in her life but then to watch that and then years later watch her go out there and not only win but win with her jiu-jitsu and podium. I lost my voice. I screamed so loud. White belt tournament, white belt match, first round. I screamed so loud. You would have thought it was a world championship in Brazil, man. I'm slapping the thing. I lost my voice. It was fantastic. Of course. It was the best, probably the best thing in jiu-jitsu, man. Getting my black belt was amazing, but watching my wife do that, that's the best, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. I And I, I can agree with that, man, because uh, I talked to my wife about competing. She's like, no, never. <laughs> and she like she always doubts herself like you know she doesn't understand this or whatever but there'll be so many times where i'll be we we'll would be in class and i'll hear her like instructing her her training partner yeah and she's and he's like i'm like i'm like you do know what you're doing you do know what you you know you do know this and she's like eh, blah, blah, blah. i'm like no you know and then you know she's getting hurt like she got her for, uh, her fourth strike and i'm more i was more hyped for that anything yeah me too man
1: the same thing she's getting her stripes in. i'm pumped up for her like i'm excited for her she um she signed up already for jiu-jitsu world league so she'll be doing at there yeah uh she's gonna do in-house tournament and not only is she doing that uh we had some other girls from our school now other females who are now signing up for tournaments so it's like you're just laying that foundation man yeah people's lives man just anything you do it's like if you can overcome this, then life is easy.
0: Easy, easy. I explained that to her so much. I'm like, man, once you really just let jujitsu just take over and you just incorporate that with everyday life. mm, It gets gets so good. So much much easier to manage.
1: Yeah, it is. And it's such a melting pot of people. And you know you just it's like you find people and you come friends with people that you never thought you would ever like you would just never come across these people unless you had this one commonality right like we all love mm-hmm. so, it's great that's my family now man and I think I said that to you on the message man talking about my jiu family I never knew I had man I, I don't really talk to my real family too much um unfortunately you know and that's just a part of life but um yeah, my family here, man, it's, my family, I say I have family here in Florida. My family here in Florida is my jiu-jitsu family. And it's not, like, it's my professor is one of my best friends. My other yeah. black belt, some of my best friends. I mean, these guys have, I'm gone a lot of the military. So, I mean, these guys have just taken care of my family for me. I'm gone, no questions asked, man. No, zero. Like, man, my wife needed medication one time. I was, I was all the way in Korea. My wife needs medication. I'm trying to figure out how to get her the money you know, within a decent amount of time, but this is like medicine, my life, my wife needs, right. For her, Mm -hmm. her professor, any blink eye, pulled the money right out of his pocket, said goodbye right now. No questions asked. Like, you know that, and that to me, that that's, you couldn't get that anywhere. I don't care what you're doing that right there, man. That's, that's jujitsu, man. That is, that's your jujitsu family. That's what family does, you know,
0: man, for real, for real. real. Barbecues,
1: family dinners, barbecues, man, we do it. Oh man. Like it, this the Carlson Gracie Polk County. It's a family. When you get involved in this group, you you're it's everybody's there for you, man. Everybody takes care of you. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, and it's and it's um you know crazy and funny to see like when we get uh you know new people come in come into the gym and they see our dynamic and they just be like man this is crazy like I don't you know I don't. You know, the other gyms I've been to is not like this. Like, I'll see how people can function in gyms where it's like, it's, it's hostility, you know, people want to just, you know, beat up everybody. No one's getting along. No, man. Like everybody in my gym, I talk to every single day. Yeah. Every single day. If it's not through the text messages or, you know, group message or, you know, I work with my instructor. So, <laughs> we in the middle. We in the middle of work, working. You know, stuff that we worked last night. So it's, yeah. That's awesome. So yeah, yeah. That that connection have that you that the connection that you 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 build with the people that you train with is fun. It's just crazy.
1: Yeah, it is. Like, it's, uh, it's nuts. We um, you know, something unique to this team. And and I, and I my, most of my uh, because of the military and because I've traveled so much, I, I haven't been able to grassroot myself from one, from white to black underneath one professor. I, I just, I was never able to do it, uh, just mm-hmm. from living and moving so much. Um, but when I got to, uh, this team, when I, when I came on, I came on board in this team just about three years ago now, right. Um, I came on board with these guys, um, just a regular black belt. Um, you know, it, 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 at that point I'd had my, I got my black belt in 2015, but I never, um, got uh, my degrees. I never did anything. i I never worried about it, right? Um, mm-hmm. Out here, got her into this team. Uh, you know, Professor Hoffa took care of all that over time. And then, um, the one thing that was unique about this team, though, was we do a promotion, right? We do our promotion. Uh, they do their, they do a big promotion once a year, but they promote through the year too, right? But, you know what, they do a real big promotion once a year. Um, and after that promotion, we always have a team banquet. And it's not like, oh, we're just going to dinner. Like, like they rent out a banquet, we get dressed up, suits, like we go out, like we we get it catered, it's dancing, like it's That's a, nice. It, it's really, it's unique. I've never done it anywhere. And uh, it's it's pretty awesome. Uh, Carlson, uh, Carlson Gracie Jr. Uh, obviously comes down to all of our stuff because we're at Carlson Gracie Jr. School. Um, he, uh, he comes to the banquets, he was there, you know, he's dressed up, he's dancing with us, he's having a good time. So not only are we seeing everybody in their jiu-jitsu geese, we're not seeing everybody on the mat. Like we're we're we all know each other. We're learning each other personally. You know, we're we we know each other's families. People, our kids mm-hmm. hang out together. Like it's it's really cool.
0: Very very cool, man. Very very cool. For sure for sure, man. It's 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 nothing like it, man. And I I've been like so tempting to find another martial artist that's not into jiu-jitsu. And see, like you know, if they have these type of dynamics in their school, like you know, we do with jujitsu. Cause I've talked to so many people in this past two years, and it's always, you know, well, not I'm sorry, not the past two years, but past, you know, year, and it's always been the same. Like everyone said, like you know, I love jujitsu, I love the community, I love this, I love that. Never been anything other than that. So yeah. I'm like, I'm real curious to see, like, if someone who does, you know, taekwondo, karate, whatever, do they still have that bond that people share in jujitsu? I don't
1: know. I'd be, uh, I've never really, you know, my son, my son does, uh, well, he did taekwondo uh, and he does like an after school program for taekwondo and I've gone and watched him do it, but we've never had that connection. So I, I mean, mm-hmm. I did do taekwondo, he's doing it. And we, we interact with, um, we call him master master Ro I I don't I guess we, that's his belt ranking in karate I know he's been doing it for like 50 years so um, oh wow yeah he's, he's been doing Taekwondo for a real long time but I mean I don't know him outside of that work environment or that that school environment like I just know him as I come in you know and he talks to me every now and then because he knows I was in Korea for a year and, or I've been to Korea twice but um, I lived there for a year and uh, so he talks to me a little bit about that but you know outside of that I mean we don't you know it's not the same at all to me, from what I can see, so
0: right, right, yeah. I'm, I'm curious. I think I might, I'm gonna think I'm at to find someone to talk to and see, because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm so, so curious about that. But you said something earlier about um, not being able to, like, find a school to settle at, you know, because you've been, you know, bouncing around a lot. So, yeah. um, so how difficult was that when it came to you personally and like training? So
1: um, training-wise, it was pretty phenomenal uh, because I got to learn so much uh, from so many different people um, all over the world, things like that. Uh, I never really worried about getting promoted. It wasn't really a thing. Mm. At first it was, and then I was like, at first I was like, oh, I want to get promoted, I want to get promoted, I want to get promoted, right? Uh, And then like, and I was a blue belt for, oh man, I uh, I was probably a blue belt for a good like five years and then i was a blue belt or then i made purple and i was a purple belt cool man i was a purple belt for another like six seven years a majority of my time has been blue and purple i was very short and brown i was (laughs) decently short in the white belt but it was like (laughs) blue and purple forever and uh, oh man and I think a, a lot of that, uh, and a lot of that time was me initially entering the military, you know, I entered the military, uh, 2005, and um, I deployed, uh, I did that kind of stuff, uh, you know, was in and out of, uh, you know, Iraq, and even when I was in Iraq, we were still training, even guys who were doing that knew what jujitsu was, or they were wrestlers or anything, we would just find spots just to learn, like, we may have had an official class, but like, it'd be a bunch of dudes just sitting around me for like 10 minutes wrestling, right? Um, not really learning anything, just beating each other up. And then right. I came back from that, and, uh, you know, I jumped back. I, I I lived in Texas at the time, you know, so I was in Texas. Um, you know, I was training in Texas. Uh, I trained in a place called Grappler's Lair um, under a guy named Jarrett Klotz for a while. Uh, you know, and Jarrett was awesome. Jarrett at the time was like a purple belt, but I think he had like a black belt in Japanese jiu-jitsu or something mm. like that. But Jarrett was phenomenal, man. What an what a awesome jiu-jitsu guy. I learned a lot from him. Um, But then there was guys at the school I was learning from also. Um, Some of them dudes ended up in the UFC. Uh, They were doing their thing. I didn't know at the time, dude. I was just trying to learn jiu-jitsu. Right. (laughs) You know, I I then uh, – and then at the same time, uh, the Army, though, was becoming – the combatants program was – it was already kind of like a big thing, but it became really big right around 2008. Like, that – it was huge. Um, Colton Smith was at Fort Hood. Uh, I, I don't want to say 2008 he was at Hood, but somewhere between 8 and 12 or something like that, he ended up being at Hood. Um, they had turned, they had had a matted room that they basically had a matted room that was maybe the size of like a four-car garage. And they oh, wow. A, and it, right, they took that matted room, though, and then they turned it into like, it took an entire basketball court. And then they put an octagon in there. And this is what the military was running this program for combatives. But then these guys who were jiu-jitsu guys who had nothing to do with the military. They were jiu-jitsu guys. So they would come in, and essentially train jujitsu and combatives, so they would be teaching combatives all day, army style combatives. So it's more of a lethal approach, you know. Um, and then they would do jujitsu. So that book kind of double, like double fed while you were at Fort Hood. Like, Fort Hood was like a, a huge place for me to train, <clears throat> you know. And then Fort Hood blew up because Colton Smith won the Ultimate Fighter. He was an army guy, like you know. It just it just exploded, right? Is what we needed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I. I I moved, at the, I moved during that time because in the Army, you know, you move every two to three years. So, you know, I moved at that time. Um, ended up in Maryland. Uh, trained in Maryland for a while under a couple different schools. And then they opened up a place on post. Uh, so I trained on the, on the military installation. I trained with a bunch of guys there for a long time. Nobody cared about promotion. dude it was just a bunch of guys trying to learn the jiu-jitsu. Entered a ton of Naga tournaments, did Naga, things like that. Um, and then I, went, I left and went to Germany. When I lived in Germany... I traveled a lot and did a lot of jujitsu. Didn't understand a word they were saying, but I understood jujitsu. So
0: Spoke the language of jiu-jitsu.
1: And, man, let me tell you, man, you go to another country, if you can speak jiu-jitsu, man, i will take care of you. So. Um, you know, outside of I did. I did three and a half years in, in Germany, man. I, I, I fortunate enough, I got to go back to Maryland. Uh, I was back in Maryland, knew some of the dudes still, kind of re-went back into the world of jujitsu and did my thing. Um, you know... <clears throat> right around that time, I got my black belt, moved again, right, I mean, like, boom, got my black belt, moved again, I was like, man, you know, like, I think I got lucky, dude, I think I felt bad for me or something, you know, so, moved again, uh, and uh, as soon as I moved, I ended up in Korea, I go one spot, I'm in, I'm in Georgia at this point, training, and then I go, I get moved to Korea, I'm in Korea, um, I was one of, like, three black belts anywhere, so we all just kind of got together, we ended up in a train in our own place, and we did real cool, man. We had a lot of fun. Um, that kind of blew up, man. And you know, fast forward some time, I ended up uh, there. I went to Colorado. Ended up training in Colorado under a couple people. Um, and then I think in Colorado is about when I really started learning about the Carlson Gracie, uh, Carlson Gracie Jr. To be exactly, and Carlson Gracie Senior. But uh, Carlson Gracie Jr. Uh, affiliation and kind of training under some of the guys from there. Some of his black belts really enjoyed the vibe. Uh, really enjoyed those guys. Enjoyed their jitsu. Um, I thought it was just a really good fit. Um, so, you know, I, I ended up down here in Florida visiting family, um, and I went to the first Carson Gracie school I could find, man. And that was that's the, that's the whole story of how I wrote where I ended up where I was, man. I walked in that that door one day. I never checked out another school, man. And I have been there the whole time. So.
0: That's that's a lot, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, dude, I've I've been around, man. <laughs> I I have met people, I have seen people, man. I'm sure you scroll through my Instagram, you could see, dude. I've been there. I've, done, I've I've met people, forgot who they were, and then be like, man, you're you really famous. Like, <laughs> like yeah.
0: that's that's wild, man.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I, I don't, well, I can't say because I've never been in a position like that, but. Cause I know how I am when I, when I get attached to something, it's like, I got to move and then I have to like start over and then like that's just keep doing that, man. I'll probably be like, yeah, nah, I'm, i probably, i probably have stopped.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to, I'm retired. So I'm putting my retirement packet in and <clears throat> I'm done. Uh time's come for me to stop. And I think a lot of it has to do with how, uh, you know, I, I own a house here in Florida. Um, you know my family's here my wife's got a career here um our jiu-jitsu family is amazing here like uh everything kind of laid in the way that not that i thought or planned or anything like that just the way the you know i guess it was meant to be um mm. it felt right it feels good um you know it's it, it, this is the place for me this is the team for me uh, this is the family for me uh you know my wife loves it my kid loves it i love it you know it's just a good place to be um you know, and, and like I said, I've been all around the world, man, and, and the the one thing that has always helped me has been jujitsu. That's what we talked about earlier, like, you know, where would I be without jiu jitsu? I really don't know. I don't know how to people I really don't like you know, one minute I'm living in Maryland, the next minute I'm in Germany, I don't I don't speak German. I don't speak Deutsch like but I speak jujitsu. So Right. Literally, the first thing I do when anywhere I move, this is what I've done for years. Uh, well, my, up until now, I don't have to worry about it anymore. They you. But the first thing I do, it, like, within night one, I'm at a jiu-jitsu school. And, you know, I know, I, I get a jiu-jitsu school, I train, uh, you know, it, it. You know, they had that old saying, like, oh, man, the mess don't lie. Here comes a black belt. And, you know, I got the big target on my back. But, you know, it, it, we go in there, we have our time, we do, we have fun, and, you know, I've never had a bad experience, man. Um, You know, and, and it's just been instant, like, instant friends instant family like oh man you're new here let me tell you where to go or let me show you where this is at Or give me a call tomorrow man i'll show you the best place to stay i'll show you the best restaurants like oh you got your kids going here oh no you don't want to go there take your kid to this school you know like it's just it just helps you out man you know yeah
0: man ain't nothing like that that jujitsu camaraderie man nothing about it so um so do your do your um your kid competes too or do they just train right now?
1: So he um he's done a couple in houses. Uh, we have we do in house tournaments. Like um, I think we're up to doing them quarterly now. Uh, mm-hmm. one of our guys, Andrew, one of our black belts, he um he's he's real big behind the in house tournaments. He's they're real fun and they're real good. Uh, so he's been setting those up. I think he's doing them like quarterly now. But um so my son's done one of them one I I believe he's done one or maybe two no he did tap cancer out so hey look there we go he actually did tap oh okay he did tap cancer out he meddled in tap cancer out and he did the in-house so he's done two um yeah he loves it man he's about to do this next in-house coming up too he he uh he's a little competitive dude man he's eight years old man and you know he plays baseball he thinks he's the best baseball player in the world you know he's 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 the he's got that little eight-year-old I'm everything guy so
0: that's nice. That's, that's that's dope. The whole family competing. I'm I'm gonna get there one day.
1: It is, man. dude I think it's on my I did post on my Instagram a picture of me and my wife and not only did we compete together, we all meddled together, which was super cool. So that was pretty awesome, man. You know, I, I've been very lucky with this, man. Like, you know, I asked for one little thing, like, oh man, I would love to just compute my kid and my I I wanna just compute my son. That'd be great. Oh no, my wife's gonna compete with me. Sweet. Not only do we do that, now we
0: all meddled. Like, man, what more could you ask for? You know, like that's awesome. I was just about to say, like, what more could you ask for? That's that's, that's awesome, awesome, man. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. So, um, so what do you what do you do to get to prepare yourself for a tournament? I mean, probably not much because you you do it like every week, so <laughs> but <laughs> like how do you get yourself like in that mindset to you know ready to man, go out no. there and uh, compete?
1: it's trials and tribulations, man. Um, I tried to be all cool about it. Like, oh man, I got, I got pants eight weeks out, man. We're doing a fight camp. Man, I ain't doing no fight camp, man. <laughs> I ain't no professional fighter. I ain't doing no fight camp, right? Look, if I, if I'm preparing eight weeks out at my age, man, I ain't doing good. All right. That's not a good thing. Um, <laughs> I, um, I, I, you know, I just try to be, uh, I try to be, you know, mentally, I think mental is the biggest thing, but at this point I've competed so much. Um, it's every day for me. It's a, it's whatever for me to walk out on the mats. Um, you know, mental, uh, we'll get to mental in a sec, but I think physically, man, I'm, I'm 39 years old. Okay. I turned 40, turned 40 in July. Um, okay. So, you know, I, I compete, uh, I, so here's a crazy story. I competed masters too. When I was in Korea, I competed nothing but adult, adult black belt. That's all I did. Right. Um, <laughs> crazy time right uh so i am over there i'm doing adult black belt only i do gi i do no gi i'm over these kids are just and in korea man when i'm talking about technical they are technical
0: uh bad. Really,
1: really technical so you know getting prepared for a fight was like man you know uh how do i just avoid everything so i think what i do to get prepared for a fight is one um sleep and rest man is like one number one thing man like no matter what especially coming up close to the tournament i really look at my my resting cycle my sleep cycle like am i getting good rest and am i getting good sleep uh, mm-hmm. because that amount of energy you're going to burn in one match in a tournament one match i don't care if you get five you got one one match is exhausting
0: yes <laughs> so
1: i guess sleeping and uh sleeping is good and then i do i tell people in a diet and it's not about cutting weight diet um just look at what you your intake right it's going to be your output right so You know, I was like, my kid, I'm like, I'm not going to eat vegetables, dude. Who cares about vegetables? 26 years old. I ain't eating vegetables. I eat Burger King. And then I'm going to fight. Well, let me tell you, man, between the age of 35 and 39 now, it matters what you eat. All right. I ain't eating a Burger King burger and going to compete because I'm going to lose. All right. Not because of him, because of me. Yeah. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. uh, I do, I do, I do try to, um, I try to eat um, pretty healthy uh, just to maintain because I know what I'm doing to my body, right? I know what I'm doing to myself. You know, Um, and then mentally, man, I think mental comes with, uh, to me, mental, to prepare mentally for me, it's all about, um, like, what do I do every day? What is my normal pattern of getting ready? So I do the same thing every single time. You know, I relax, I chill, I watch some fights. I get up, I put my headphones on, I put a sweatshirt on, and I try to get a sweat going before every tournament. And that's just my way of doing it. I get in the music, I get in myself, and I walk up there. I like to laugh, I like to joke, I like to smile, I try not to get too serious, and that keeps my mental good, and that's me. Mm-hmm. Everybody kind of does a little different, so I, I, I just think your routine needs to be a routine, um, and I think um, you should always train harder than what the fight's going to be. I do believe in that. So, always yeah. make it harder than the, in the tournament, because if you do that, then the tournament is just a good time.
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah. And that's like the, uh, the plan that I've been, that I've been trying to go for, man, just leave it all on the mats at the gym. You know, every time we go to, every time we train, just roll hard, you know, and just get it all out. So that way when I, yeah, when when I compete, it's just another day in office.
1: No, for sure, man. They, uh, (coughs) I had a, I had a professor one time tell me, um, he said, uh, Training the storm to fight in the rain, and I man that has stuck with me through everything. So training the storm and fighting the rain. So that is make training harder and you and tournament be easy.
0: I like that. I like that. Definitely like that. So um, we have a um, you know talk your just podcast question and someone that's been that's seasoned like you. I know you've rolled with a lot of lot of good people, a lot of high competitors. But your top three people that you would like to roll with? Oh, that's a good one, man. it's um, everybody, <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know. Everybody's like, oh, you are where? Um, I think number one, uh, top top people I'd love to roll with normally. I think Hajar Gracie would be definitely one on my on my list. Hajar Gracie, jujitsu is um, simple and it is effective and i I, I Mm -hmm. think learning those basics is so important i know every black belt says that learn the basics should be amazing learn the basics just understanding how like when you're sitting in the mount and if you move your hips one inch to the to the front you know like how much heavier you heavier you can be you know so learning from hodger gracie definitely number one because i I think that's the aspect i'm going to get you know um you know, uh, man, I think Hozier's definitely on that list. There's probably some other people here now. Oh, definitely uh, the Meow Brothers. I would love to roll with the Meow Brothers, man. I don't know what it is about them dudes, but holy cow, man. Their they're bolo game and, and the way they invert is just insane. I love it. I love it. I, I mean, you know what? I'm a, I'm a tall dude. I'm about like, I'm 5'11". Um, I walk around right about 175 now. I used to walk around 195, but I am not built to bolo. But man, I love <laughs> bolo. I love. That. So you know, give it those guys. That'd be awesome. I think Meow Brothers definitely number two on my list, uh for sure. um And then, you know, I, I think that's you know, I'm really not into you know. You know, I think everybody's like, oh, I'd love to roll with Gordon Ryan, like. I, yeah i'm just not really i mean that's he's doing fantastic i love what he's doing for the sport the dude's amazing at jiu-jitsu he's amazing at no gi jiu-jitsu or submission wrestle whatever you want to call it mm. i'm a gi guy i have loved the gi i've never not stopped loving the gi i would love the gi all day you tell me you come to no gi class i'm gonna show up in my gi just to hope somebody has a gi right i love the no gi <laughs> um, so the, the no-gi guys on that podium are definitely not in there but um i think definitely um I think uh, I would love to have a session with uh, John Danaher for sure um, mm-hmm. because I think his his uh, mental like how he uh, depicts a grappling fight or, or a, a session or, or how he looks at things is way beyond my capability and I would love just to see what he would what he would tell me you know so that's the thing so Hadra Gracie for sure the Meow Brothers number two and then John Danaher so I got. A guy who's gonna crush your soul with pressure. I got guys who are gonna dance around you 50 times before they choke you out or they break your arm. And then I got a guy who's going to outthink you at every point of the match. So I think that would be in, the, yeah.
0: in the most calmest of ways. Yes, <laughs> the most calmest of ways. And he'll never
1: take the rash guard off, you know?
0: Never. <laughs> hey, but you know what? He's on to something, man. Like just a rash guard as is so comfortable. It's all
1: ready, man. I mean, he's ready. You know, it's the old. Uh, we used to. There was a joke one time. I, I remember this guy told me. He goes, "You know, you get to have a fight I'm like how?" He's like, "You carry a mouthpiece in your pocket." I'm like, "What are you gotta do? <laughs> right, first, my fight, you put your mouthpiece in." He's like, "Nobody's gonna fight a dude who's that ready to fight." And I was like, no. <laughs> maybe that's what John Danaher is doing. You know, maybe he gets. You nobody's gonna fight a dude wearing a rash guard, man. He's ready. No, no,
0: no. it's 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 like it's like Superman wearing you know wearing his costume under his suit. It's like yeah. anytime I could just rip this off and destroy everybody in the room.
1: Everybody, everybody, yeah. No, he. Uh, I think it was listening to uh, Joe Rogan, and uh, he had he had um, Gordon on, and Gordon was talking about how like the dude like he didn't even have a TV or nothing. He just did just studied jujitsu, and I'm like, man. Yeah, I, I got i really i want to learn from this guy like i want to just sit down with this guy just give me an hour i, I just want to sit down an hour with this guy to really see how insane this is Guy, i bet it's i bet it's life-changing i really bet it's life-changing when it comes to jiu-jitsu
0: like when you have to explain to someone this day and age what the internet and netflix is yes <laughs> <laughs> i listened to that episode i was like what
1: yeah like like there's no way I I think I'm obsessed with jujitsu and jujitsu is what I do all. No, no, that guy is way beyond my level. Like, yes, and he's uh he's got a what's he like um he's he's a prof he was a professor at a university like just really high level educated like insane. Yeah,
0: that's that's so insane. But you yeah, there, show you never know. Yeah, for sure. You never know. But a Joe, man, if you got any questions for me, man, fire away. If you if not, man, you know, shout out your school. If anything, you got coming up, you know, man, the floor is all yours.
1: Um so yeah, you said you mentioned your school. Where do you train out of man? I'm sorry. I should have asked
0: that. Um yeah I train at um h well well he changed the name. It's h Brazilian Jiu Jitsu now. Uh I'm out of I, I'm in D De- i am in I live in Detroit, Michigan, but I train at Oak Park.
1: Okay. Awesome. And so so it's like a small place or a big place? Like where, where we're, we're fairly got- small. Okay, cool.
0: Yeah like I think we got Twelve to thirteen people, I think. Like 12.
1: okay, no, that's awesome, man. Uh, that's good, man. I, 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 you know, I don't mind uh, big schools because, man, our our school's huge. It's like we have a big student base. You know, we got a lot of people here, there, everywhere. We got three schools, but uh, you know, it's really nice when you have a small school too. Sometimes because you can uh, really get that like deep deep dive when it comes to every individual in that school. You know, so yeah, you don't need a. You don't need a um, You know, a lot of people have proved that, man. You don't need a big school to be a world champ. You don't need world champs to be a world champ, man. I mean, you got guys out there. You know, I think rumor had it Mikey Musumichi trained with them, but blue belts. You know, like, it's crazy, like, to look at. I mean, his sister's also a world champion, too, and he trained with his sister. But, you know, that guy was training out of his garage, you know, for a, a good while. I don't know what the time frame was on that, but, I mean, that guy was training out of his garage for a while, just his garage, and then competing under his garage name. So you know, having a small spot is is not, that's, that's, that's a pretty good, um, very cool, man, you said you're a brown belt? Yes, I am. Very cool, man, uh, that's
0: awesome. Yeah, I got my, I got my brown belt, uh, October? Oh, nice. One or two, it's either October, November, I, I forgot, it's <laughs> still a big blur. That's awesome, man,
1: <laughs> I, um, you know, one thing I could say, man, is about, uh, you know, through the belt promotions, as you get through and you go and you go, you know, we all, you know, we're all like, man, that moment, I'm going to get my black belt, and it's going to be a life-changing, and it is, and it's amazing. Um, man, let me tell you, that, I'll tell you, they say all the time, the journey's going to begin when you hit black belt, but boy, it, it, I mean, yeah, it definitely changes, man. The journey begins when you hit black belt, because you really get in deep water, so... <laughs>
0: Yeah, I've I've heard the stories, man. I've heard the stories. Like yeah, you you train, you train to train, white to blue, blue to purple, purple to brown, and then when you get black, that's when you start learning jiu-jitsu.
1: You do, man. You I've learned more as a black belt and I think I've learned in all the belts combined. And that's crazy because you didn't know anything at white belt, you know? I didn't know what an armbar was, you know. And you learn all these moves and you're learning how to connect these moves and get to these positions and you're putting it together. And you're like oh i'm doing this arm bar here i'm doing the homo plati here i'm doing this you know i'm connecting i'm connecting i'm connecting you know it's like as a black belt now i'm sitting here i i know how to do all these moves i can do all these moves all day but then it's like well if you place your hand here and you move your hip here anyway it's like that's all i i, I learned those two things hand and hip and i'm like it's the best night of my life you know. <laughs> You go back to white belt me and it's like hand and hip, man. Everybody's in the instant, about that. how do I break this arm? You know.
0: <laughs> so how do I, you know, yeah. death touch somebody in here? Exactly. <laughs> like mock, you know, right? Denmark, in here. Denmark. Yeah,
1: I told you that all the time, man. You come to me and uh, you, I get brand, I get brand new people come in, you know, and they'll come into school and and unfortunately, we're very fortunate to have a lot of black belts, right? So we kind of rotate through our black belts at our school when they teach. We have our core mm. instructors, uh, and our, my professor teaches a lot. Uh, but we also have our black belt to ro- rotate teaching. Right. So, um, I taught a class today, you know, somebody else will teach a class tomorrow things like that, but you, know, you get new people in and I tell them all the time. I'm like, you know what I like about jujitsu? Like, like, there's no dim mock. They're like, what's that? I'm like, there's no death touch jiu jujitsu. I was like, there's always going to be something for something. It's a huge chess game, you know, and that, when I got to black belt, man, Holy cow. And I realized how deep the water was. Um, there was a guy on Instagram right, he promoted a guy to black belt and he was saying, I think he promoted his son. And he was saying, he goes, You're in a small pond, you know, in your brown belt and stuff. He's like, when you get to black belt, he's like, it's the open sea. And there's monsters in the sea. And man, what a good statement, dude, because man. At my level, man, at, at masters, you know, masters 2 a masters two competitor currently. Um, you know, I step on that mat, dude, and there's a guy who's got more stripes on his black belt. Than uh, he does in a red tab. You know, it's just like, I'm like, like, dude, I'm like, like, you got your black belt when I started, brother. Like, come on, man. I'm like, like man, on. what are you doing, man? Get out and, of here. I'm just like, oh, okay. I'm competing against this guy, you know? So, but, whew, let me tell you, I've watched that happen a couple times. So you can't mentally prepare for that, man. You just got to go. But, um, yeah, man, that's cool, man. You know, uh, do you get to travel, though? You know, I know you're doing this podcast. Do you ever get out and get traveling and check out some jujitsu or?
0: You know, that's funny. Um, that's actually my plan now because, you know, everybody that I've talked to that's, like, in the surrounding area, maybe, like, a two-hour drive. I'm like, and they're like, no, man, yeah, if you ever want to come down, you know, come visit. I'm like, okay, take you up on an offer. So, yeah, I, I'm, that's my plan. I want to, I will, you know, love to start traveling visiting different schools, just getting a little bit more of a variety of jujitsu, man. Yeah. yeah. is different everywhere.
1: No, it is definitely, uh, it's definitely different, man. <clears> definitely. Uh, um, you get, you learn a little bit everywhere you go. Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't look at it as like, Oh, I'm stealing technique or I'm stealing whatever. Like, you know, I go to other schools and I travel a lot for work, like I mentioned earlier, man. So, you know, most of the week I'm out of town, so I have to travel. I have to train other schools, um, you know, and I get welcome open arms, and it's it's great because I still learn. You know, I'm still learning because this journey never stops. But uh, as you travel, man, you learn small things that you might have never know, and it's not because anybody's wrong. It's just we don't have a curriculum in jiu-jitsu. I mean, no. our curriculum is is armbar triangle. Hormone plot, to cross collar choke, you know, mount, back mount, you know, that, 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 if any, we have a curriculum, it's these small little things that everybody generally knows. Uh, but we don't have a curriculum, you know, it's not like, well, we're learning how to do cross collar choke this way and only this way, you know, everybody enters right. a cross collar choke differently. Everybody enters a triangle differently. So traveling will open you up to that and it actually will improve you, uh, improve your jujitsu, man. And I, I that's what I, I think. I think my jiu-jitsu has improved dramatically because I've traveled.
0: Um, yeah, man. I, I'm, I'm, ex- I'm definitely excited to start somewhere with traveling, even if it's just some, you know, if I just circle Michigan, but anything is better than nothing, man. Oh no, hundred
1: so. percent, man. You, uh, start out small, man. Look, look for those schools. You can hit those little short shots on, you know, and then if you ever get out to like the big events, man, if you ever go out to worlds and you go out to pans, you know, no pans, things like that, man. I mean, those are in Dallas here in Kissimmee or down here in Florida, you know, like, uh, pans, pans is 40 minutes from my house, man. So I'm, I'm lucky but uh
0: nice
1: you know, like and it just you know people come down for pans all the time and they're they're out checking out schools and things like that so for sure man uh definitely travel man i think it'd be cool uh definitely come across people and some of the people we probably talk to are just got the craziest stories because there is dudes i've met in jujitsu who have stories that are just blow all of us out of the water um and yeah. you just never know they're there man <laughs> they're just guys in the corner dude you know
0: yeah, I'd have heard some wild stories, man. I'd have heard some wild <laughs> stories doing oh, man, this podcast.
1: I bet. I, bet. I um, you know, I've heard just amazing, uh, you know, stories of recovery from just having substance abuse to, you know, they were just, you know, people that were homeless, man. They just, they needed somewhere to stay and they just ended up staying there, man, and just <clears throat> it became their life, you know, and it's pretty cool, I man. I see seen. You know, guys who were 300 pounds, who then became, you know, they're 170 pounds now, and the healthiest people you could see. It's just awesome, man. You know, uh, just traveling so cool, man. I, I, that's that's one thing I've really enjoyed. I kind of wish I was grassroots. One half of me said, man, I wish I had the same professor from beginning to end, because I kind of chair. I try, I kind of envied that with some people, where I'm like, man, you've known this dude for 18 years. He's giving you your black belt. He's given you your first degree. Like you, this is, you guys, you guys know each other's lives and everything. And I kinda wish I had that. And then there's the other half of me that's like when I tell people, you know, I've traveled, I've been here, I've been that, and they're like, Oh, that's so cool. So, you know, I guess it's a fifty fifty.
0: Yeah, I, I can I can I can see it on both sides. I was thinking, you know, I looked at it as personal, like, you know, a person who's been at one school for his whole entire career versus someone who's traveled the world and trained in different schools. So I'm thinking like, man, would I be able to do that? I wouldn't be able to do that, but some people can.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, yeah, man. Uh, you know, I think it's cool, man. You and your family train for sure, dude. I appreciate you having me on, man. You know, <clears throat> jujitsu, spread the word, man. I think it's amazing. I love seeing people start, you know, come in there. You just need some confidence in your life or some people just to uh, sit on the mat and talk to, man. You know what, we're not board certified psychologists in any way, but Man, I got some of the best advice ever on the mats, let me tell you.
0: I'm telling – man, What's That's the best therapy, man. The best yes. therapy is jujitsu. jitsu
1: um, You know, but uh, I just want to say thank you. I want to say thank you to my uh, professor, Hafa Santos. I want to say thank you to all the black belts here the uh, Carlson Gracie Polk County, which is Winter Haven, Florida. You got South Lakeland, Florida. You got Lakeland, Florida. And then you have uh, – Plant City, Florida. We have a a school out there too, man. And uh, you know we're ever growing. So thank you to my team. If you are, if you're ever in the area, man, please give me a holler. Come on by. You're more than welcome to train, take you around. Uh, You know, and anybody else, man, if you're in Polk County, you know, or you're in Lakeland, Florida, anywhere you come to Disney, bypass all the city. Come on over here to us, man. We'll we'll show you guys a good time.
0: Definitely, man. Like I said, once get the ball rolling, I'm gonna take you up on that offer for sure, man. And you should do for real. I'd love to have you down here, man. I'd enjoy it. So, Yes, man. I, I'm, I'm playing on it. I'm playing on it. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. But um, yeah, that's the end of today's episode. I would like to thank Joe once again for coming on and sharing his tales of jujitsu with us. I hope you guys, uh, you know, took some from our, from our experiences. Uh, please go and follow our Facebook, Instagram and YouTube page to stay up to date on all future episodes This has been Talk Your Jits Podcast. Keep rolling, keep grinding, and remember, long live Jiu-Jitsu. Have a great day. Thanks, brother.